Welcome to Sourced, a podcast about the art of audience engagement at a time when competition for attention has never been greater. What works, what doesn't work, and what's changing. Sourced is brought to you by 55 Comms. We've been telling stories, learning about audiences, and helping clients for more than 25 years. You'll hear from a range of guests, including our clients and old friends. There's plenty about Brisbane that is unique. One of those factors is our radio scene. In Sydney and Melbourne, AM radio rules the airwaves. In Brisbane, we have tight competition between our FM and AM stations. And that competition is closest in the key breakfast market. So, what drives Brisbane's breakfast radio hosts? Why are our shows different to down south? And what are the most interesting factors about the behaviour of radio audiences? We ask three voices that you will know to join us at our 55 comms offices to discuss breakfast radio. Loretta Ryan co-hosts ABC Breakfast with Craig Zonka. Neil Breen is a former Metro newspaper editor and TV executive who now flies solo on the 4BC Breakfast Show. And David Luttrell is one quarter of Nova 106.9's very popular breakfast team. They're on at the same time each morning, but never together until now. My name is Michael Crutcher. Welcome to this special edition of The Source Podcast. Welcome to this edition of Source, and it's a special edition because it's the first time we've had multiple people uh, and three people who the voices will be very familiar to a lot of people. Welcome, Loretta Ryan from ABC. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Neil Breen from 4BC. It's sort of a pleasure to be here. <laughs> and David Luttrell from Nova 106.9. Hi, Lutzi. It's unpleasurable to be here. <laughs> <laughs> We're all busy people. I knew it. I knew yeah, it, I knew it. it was an obvious one, wasn't it? <laughs> Thanks for the... Uh... Well, it's great to have you here 10.30 in the morning because you're here to talk about breakfast radio, which you all do. And we're grateful that you're here to discuss breakfast radio. And we might give the easy question first... For those people who haven't heard your show, and I'm sure there's very few of any around, give us a brief description of your show in the morning. Who wants to start? Did you say that was the easiest question? Yeah. <laughs> Larry, you start, Loretta. Oh, thanks very much. While well, you guys think about it. I call Loretta Larry, by the way, yeah, so if that gets annoying, that's the only yeah, I'm talking about. That's right. I call Neil Neil. What was that? Or Breenie. Oh, oh, Breenie. <laughs> no one calls me Neil. My okay. wife calls Breenie. me Breenie. Okay, I'm calling you Breenie then. No <laughs> one calls me Neil. So the show, all right, the show ABC, Breakfast Show, I co-host with Craig Zonka. And, you know, for us in the, in the morning, it's all about obviously news, something that's happening, what's happened overnight while you were sleeping sort of thing. And um, so news, information, but also have a little bit of fun there as well. You know, sort of people in the morning, they're rushing around, they're, they haven't got a lot of time to listen to long interviews. So you give them as much as they... As, as you can, as much as they need to know and um, try to hook them through to keep them there as well by telling them what's coming up and it's going to be something interesting, maybe a local, bit of fun. We play a little bit of music as well. So we try to give them as much as we can in that short space of time. Our show goes from five till eight. So in there you've got 
We've got a long news from at six o'clock for fifteen yeah. minutes as well, and another news for ten minutes at seven, and then your other bullets bulletins throughout. But yeah. yeah, so trying to get as much in as we can, but have a good time as well. Yeah. Brini, you're uh, don't have too much music there, Brini. I'm the novice. Show. I'm the novice on this panel. You are, aren't you? The you're newcomer. S- stop yeah. it. Yeah, because <laughs> say Loretta, you have been in breakfast radio for some time, only because you're experienced and very good at what you Sometimes. do. Sometimes <laughs> it's not putting any years on that. Yeah, I did work experience with Loretta once. So I, I will say that at <laughs> you did work, work experience with me at the Courier. You're Mark. actually no, yeah, Ash did work experience with you, but I I, I think I would have. I don't think directly with you, but I've definitely was at around. Stage, I was floating yeah. around as an 18 year old. I'm just yeah, yeah. making the point that I'm a lot younger than my other two co-hosts. Please, <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you've had a hard life. Look at you. What are you looking <laughs> at? I worked in the coal mines as a kid. <laughs> that's why I've got the, uh, the, the character lines here. Yeah. Mate, our show's pretty simple. News, sport, information, weather, fog, you know, <laughs> things that are happening. I, I love the roads, what's happening right now, this moment, this instant. You know, we go around the world, but pretty much, you know, it can be a bit hardcore. It can be a bit hardcore. 4BC is aligned with, you know, 2GB, 3AW. It's broadcast Alan Jones, Ray Hadley for years. It's seen to be uh, conservative radio. But um, I try and give all sides. It infuriates everybody. It was fun, though. When I started a year ago, I got two weeks of emails. In the first two weeks, I'd be in the middle of the show and I'd go, oh, that was pretty good. And I'd look at my emails at 7.15 and there'd be 25 emails saying, Get off. <laughs> Where's Alan? <laughs> you're not out. I'm going to tell Alan what you're up to. And um, But after that, it turned around and it was quite good. But did, did that affect you, though? Because I know Early doors. Yeah. Early doors, I thought, what's happening here? Yeah. But it was really remarkable that after two weeks, it stopped. Yeah. It, it stopped. And that's a pretty, the, that's pretty quick turnaround. Like yeah, it, yeah. That can last a year. Like yeah, it, I, any, I, I was any new worried. change can be a long I, I was thing. worried early. Yeah. But what really shot, you know, Alan, um, in the end, before he retired, you know, he'd had problems with advertisers and accusations of misogyny and all these things. But 90% of those emails saying for me, get off, were from females. It was really interesting. Really interesting. But I survived it and I'm here. That's it. (laughs) Am I here, Lutzi? You're very much here. I'm actually here. Yeah, you're very much here. Um, Yeah, I think I. It's all that we, I think we have the exact same job. Job. It's just different degrees of those different elements: news and entertainment and sport and things like that. So we just. I think we're just going to measure it in different ways because of crap words like demographics and things like that. But you, you've just got to you know harness a certain amount of audience. So for us, we're not as newsy, like, but we're still going to have a sense of the news of the day, obviously. So if you know there's a COVID outbreak or something, you've got to be across it and have. I think you're still going to have a, a good news sense. Yeah, uh, and I think. It was coming from uh, Ash and I in particular came from AM radio and probably the best thing we ever did was to have that um, upbringing the grounding. through 4BC and specifically yeah. for yeah. us. So when stuff does happen, you can still create some theatre around the news of the day and I think that's something that we all have to do. But at Nova, we obviously have a lot more music and you know, I guess less of a news um, basis because of the people that listen to us aren't probably listening to us for, for news uh, per se, they but want the short information. They want yeah, the information. Yeah, we still have news, obviously, yeah. but you want to get it in a smaller capsule and then try and have a laugh. And we can expand that way. But most of our shows, probably half our shows, music. So yeah. So what? It's very different. They're, they're very different, and I've listened to them a lot over the years, of course. But like, because they're teams, 
like the the repartee and the, and the yeah. relationship you guys and your co-host yeah. is really important. I kind of sit there one out, and sometimes I just crave someone yeah. to come into oh. the studio. Yeah, the other just, hate you know, like Peter Pasoldis comes in and does sport yeah. every half hour. It's like I oh, take it away, yeah. salty. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's yeah. it's very very. You, what you do same, by we yourself? We do the same job, but yeah, like if you said to me, "Oh, listen, Brini, you've got to go tomorrow and do." Lutzi's job at Nova, or you got to go and be Loretta at the ABC tomorrow. It would be completely different. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, different. it yeah. is difficult, and that's why you also do rely on your producer out there as well oh, when yeah. you're by yourself, because you you want that reaction to something you've said. And and I find I'm always looking out at the producer, even if Craig's there, um, to to see what the reaction is to something we've said. Or when I'm by myself, um, it's just you need to you feed off that, don't yeah, you? Yeah. And sometimes if you have a regular, you might have a surf reporter or someone. You try to feed off them as too. Yeah. traffic reporter. You add him into the conversation yeah. just to get that bit of personality back in there that you need that's right yeah, yeah. and we're like, we, with with us we got four on air four people on air and then we got a couple of producers a newsreader and a sports so it, we have a, i have a luxury where i can say oh, yeah, i just rock in as close as i can to the start of the show the prep for me is like of literally listening to 48b on the way in and listening to like <laughs> eight minutes of sport it really is because that's that's all i really need to know if you know, like, other than that, you can fall back on people. If you if you have, like, I don't bring you. Yeah. I don't know. Even if it's two people, Larry, it's a lot harder than what I do. And with one person, yeah. I, you know, I'm not sure I could do it. Like to have no one to fall back on is a lot more yeah. pressure. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, I I feel lucky because I'm actually interested in you, so I'm happy to listen to the radio and have Sky News on, yeah. and then Channel Nine News and ABC News at night, and read all the websites and do. Like, I quite like taking it all in. Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to do it otherwise. No, of course. You, you, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so you, you either, you're either all in or you're not. Yes. Like, Loretta would have to do the same. Yeah. You'd have to do, you, you know, you yeah. you can't be blindsided by a caller saying, now, the Billa Wheeler Tamil family, and you're oh, going, yeah. Who? What? <laughs> yeah. Who are they? what do you mean? I heard someone say something about that, but I'm not twice. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You can't. You can't speculate on it. But there's also yeah. an art. You guys have done too. There's also an art in knowing what you don't know. Yes. I think Ben Fordham's the best at that I've ever seen. And knowing what you don't know. So what does he do? Well, he's like an opening batsman in cricket. He just tucks it down to fine leg and takes a single <laughs> and gets to the non-strikers. Yes, that's That'd genius. be my best way <laughs> yeah. of saying. Like he, he's, he, he is such a good media talent. He, he, he can, you know, like Sydney... This has happened on this road. He clearly won't know the road oh, yeah. or whatever. Mm. And it, like he just doesn't go there. Yes. You know, he yeah. just knows how to not go there. Or buys himself enough time to be able to go there yeah, without yeah. it being yeah. obvious. And what you don't know, listeners will tell you as well. I oh, mean, yeah. you, you know, they will ring you up and give They'll you... They'll say, you don't know anything. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but they'll give you information. There's lots of <laughs> Which is great. That yeah, makes yeah, for a great that's right. That's right. And you know one of the things too, and you, you know, when you, you guys talk about... You know, Loretta, that was a great thing that you said where you go, I'm looking for the reaction, I'm looking for something because I do it too, sitting there on my own. And quite often, like I turn to my right where I have my laptop and, and that's where the feedback, the instant feedback's coming in and I can't help myself but look at it to see what they're reacting to. I know. Bad idea. I know, I know, but I do want to know. Yeah. But it's in that moment when someone goes, you don't know what you're talking about, you that Billa Wheeler family or that councillor, you know, and it's clearly a political statement, the person, yeah. but you can take it to heart. Yeah, yeah. You You've got to be careful about not going, 
Well, Crutch has emailed in. He's a deal. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, Ray Hadley doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Ray or Ben Crutch from listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crutch is gone. Yeah. You know, you can take it to heart and you might get I know. a page full of fantastic SMSs and that then say there's that one. there's one and that's the one you remember. Yeah. And, and it's terrible because someone uh, who we both know, Ian Skippen, who we worked with, he said to me once, he said, don't look at the SMSs. Don't worry about them. Yeah. He did it himself, you know. But <laughs> yeah, it's you hard not to. to. It, but talk, talk back and, and stuff and feedback's part of the show. One yeah. of the things about radio and, 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 you know, this, you know, I'll hold up a phone here. I know it's a podcast. It's obviously changed all our lives, right? Yeah. Oh. It's changed everything. And so <laughs> it's changed radio too because people don't have to call anymore. They can just send you a text. Exactly. Yeah. They can, why would you sit on the phone and wait to say something when you can just send off the text or send mm. off the email? It's instant. This is a real thing that's happening, mm. particularly in commercial talkback radio. You listen to Ray Hadley's show, not a lot of callers, but he reads a lot of emails. They yeah, can, yeah. You know? Which is why the key is there. You know, we take SMSs as well, but we love, mm. as you would... Love the call. Love the call. So you do give them the number, call us, call us, you know. And yeah. we get both, but... It is a. It's an interesting tool, the SMS, because they can hide behind those an comments. But what mean. something it, something good to do is if you get those bat, those callers where they've really criticised you, or they don't like something after the show, just ring them up, and they get a shock to hear you on the other. They don't expect you to call them back. No, no. But don't call them back in a nasty way. Just say, listen, you know, I'm sorry that you felt like that, and have a real conversation. And often you can turn them around. Yeah, oh, really yeah. I, I email a lot of people back as many as I can. I'll send, I'll send – well, you couldn't email them all back because yeah. you get so many. But mm. I try and pick them off, you know, yeah. pick yeah, them yeah. off as you go. Yeah, That's yeah. true, yeah. Do, do you have your heart in your mouth with callers at times? I mean, oh, yeah. How do you deal with that? Dump button. <laughs> Hang on, you mean if they heart in your mouth as in – they were insulting you. They're going to go nuts. Yeah, what will they say? Like here's uh, oh, B- yeah. Bill from Balmoral and all, all of a sudden Bill launches into some sort of diet. I'll tell you what I really think about Anna Palachuk. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I go, cut it. That's why you know what I mean? You go, I know where that person's yeah, going. Yeah, That's why producers are very important. <laughs> producers are very important to screen those calls. I mean, obviously they don't know yeah. what someone's going to say, but... That's, that's interesting because you guys yeah. have to – I don't think we really have to deal with thinking about, oh, they might legally like, – you know, but yes. for us, a dump button, which is like, you know, we get out of delay, so it goes back like eight seconds or whatever. Mm. For us, it's purely if someone drops an F-bomb, really. Yeah. Uh, yourself, Lutzy, or uh, – Oh, you don't – you rarely – no, I haven't sworn have on air. Have you ever had to dump? I don't think so. Yeah. Thanks. I have a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I knew as soon as I – Can you just isolate what Larry just said and uh, – yeah, but um, – but yeah, most yeah for us it's mostly just you know, you know people just saying the f word. But uh, if I see for you guys, someone could go down and, and actually yeah yeah and like and libel and have you had like your that. legal reasons? Yeah, and also I I really don't like I don't want someone coming on and being personal about the premier or the prime minister. Or yeah someone yeah who's right. In the news. Like, tell me what you think. That's okay. You can have a crack. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. But I don't really want to. Yeah go down yeah that I got gotcha. you. Yeah, like yeah. It, like. By definition, you know, 4BC Breakfast has to be quite a combative show. It's got to be opinion-driven and this person thinks that and I think that and someone thinks the other, you know mm. what I mean? And I think mm. we all have our role to play, you know what I mean? Like, Loretta, if you and Craig started going on air and just going hell for leather, carving yeah. people to shreds in a Ray Hadley style, you'll listen to go, what's happened here? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, 
people listen to our shows for various reasons. Yeah, exactly. Like to this morning, yeah. for instance, um, you know, the front page was a, a budget-related thing, and yeah, you know, so, so it's you know, and then there was obviously sarcastic. Yeah, the, so the opposition leader, who we get on from time to time, but we can't get too political because if we get too political, people. Well, more people will complain than won't, yeah. saying, what are you doing? You're not a political thing. That's so, right. So we were like, That's right. not, we can't have the opposition leader on criticising the... Like, who, we well, have to ask a question, who really cares yeah. in our group? Is that enough? And we sort of went, oh, no, we're not going to run a budget thing today because it's not really what our people... I feel like more people that are... Want to listen to that? More likely to listen to you guys. Yeah, yeah. unless you, know you turn mean? it around and not make it about the politician, but make it about something that's yeah. affecting you in your life. So you use yeah. one part of the budget yeah. that might relate to people. But even then, we've got to keep it sort of you know, it's it's yeah. just a, it's like we've got to keep it more fun than yeah, like, an FM you know what I mean. Show. Yeah, it's a different well, it's a different radio, it's a different dynamic. Yeah, FM radio instantly changed Brisbane radio overnight. Was it 82, 83? I was in... 1980, FM 104. And when it came in, you know, and I was in high school, and Brisbane was a funny market, you know mm. what I mean? Like mm. Stereo 10, Radio 10, I was there. IP. That's yeah. where I started. Well, it was number one, right? Yeah. 4K Cube became number one at some point in the 70s when the Labor Party owned it. People have forgotten the Labor Party. And it went Party country. And went country. Mm. Yeah. It was owned by the Labor Party. Saved the Labor Party in, when they turned it around after it was bankrupt. But then FM came along and Brisbane people, more than anywhere else in Australia, went for it. If you look at ratings numbers across the rest of the country, 6PR in Perth, yeah. you know, 3AW, that's a juggernaut yeah. on the AM band. Yep. Um, 2GB before that, 2UE were juggernauts on the AM band. But in Brisbane, for decades, yeah. like the ABC's always there, yep. but for decades it's been the FM's. Yeah. It was always it was Triple M, then it was Triple M B one oh five. Now there's four of them. Yeah, yeah. And in that time yeah. too, I remember You know what I mean? Yeah, remember absolutely. Yeah. Trying, Instantly number one. Yeah, yeah, I remember trying being at uh, Radio Ten before I went to FM one oh four, trying to change. Radio ten before Radio it became stereo ten. ten. It was Radio Ten, <laughs> Stereo Ten. On the AM band. Boy George opened it along Coronation Drive. He did, I remember. I was there at that and then it went to Brisbane's 1008, Light and Easy 1008, and then it was 4TAB. Yes, and, and it was yeah, yeah, and it was bought by the racing industry. Mm. The racing industry was paying so much money to 4BC to broadcast racing mm. that the racing industry said we can actually buy our own station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are we doing that for? Mm. And then yeah. I think just on the F, the FM thing and like because it's had a big signal too. Yeah, was, good signal. He's got a big signal. It was interesting. Uh, Brenny and, and Larry, in, in 2000, I was lucky enough to work. I was working for the Talk Australia Network, which is 4BC, 2UE, yeah. 3RB, doing the torch relay around the, around the country. And um, I remember in Melbourne, it was the first time I was pretty young, obviously, in radio. I was probably you know, 22 or something. And um, I remember wearing a 3AW shirt, and that one, it was John and Ross, and they were like, killing it. They killed it for 25 years or something in, in Melbourne, you know, overall breakfast yeah, yeah. in Melbourne. And I remember for the first time... Um, I was wearing a 3AW shirt and some 12-year-old kid just came up to get my autograph and not my autograph. Just someone from 3AW. Person, 3AW's autograph and me sort of realising and then and then going on air with them. And in my mind, at back then, AM was like an old people's thing, right? Because <laughs> I worked at 4BC at the time and yeah. kind of it was an old sort of a... Yeah. It was a 50-plus 50, yeah. 50 station, 55-plus oh, so station, old. right? Totally. <laughs> no, but yeah, when, when you're 22, it is. But um, And then all of a sudden, I'm on air every morning with John and Ross and... Oh. I'm every morning wherever I was in the country. I was going on air, and they were saying, "Oh, okay, where are you today, David?" And I'm here. I'm in Warrnambool, and I'll put Terry on. And Terry was Terry the Torch, and Terry the Torch was essentially a giant spliff uh, that John and Ross, the three W breakfast hosts, were saying 
was the torch. It was a Cheech and Chong joke <laughs> that, that was on three AW Breakfast, Brisbane, uh, Melbourne's yeah. Yeah. rating twenties. Yeah. yeah, they were doing Cheech and Chong, and I'm thinking, all of a sudden, I'm getting signing autographs to twelve year olds, and I'm thinking, hang on, radio isn't about demographics. Radio is about entertainment. Yeah, and it actually changed my. So true. And in the same way that I believe that <laughs> AM radio, and it's great to see, and not just pin your pocket. It's great to see great local people and Brisbane-based people yeah. doing. Yeah doing both the major AM stations at the moment because I think there's huge potential for AM breakfast to to, you know, to be number one in Brizzy. I really do. So it's, yeah. I've Game on, Neil. No, it's great. <laughs> it's a, it's a, but it's a great challenge for both of you and it's a challenge for me in the FM market as well. I just want to survive. Yeah, well, I know, but I think, I think there's huge, there's more potential because it's, I think it's the most parochial town in, 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 yeah. the, in, the, in the country. I really do. I think Brisbane has an opportunity and doing radio. It's the reason why... Sydney and Melbourne radio will it's never, never work in breakfast here. It's yeah, a different it's, culture. It's, it's, and, a different, it's a different culture. And it will culture. be forever and a day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they don't understand. And and, um, and I'm glad that 4BC is back because I was there mm. and I was one of the ones that got sacked when they went Sydney. And, you know, and it was heartbreaking for all of us because local is just all we wanted to do, you know. And as you said, we're so parochial. We know yeah. our city, our state. We love it so much. We're so different. And then to bring in uh, someone from Sydney or whatever to our shows, it, yeah, it just didn't go over well. I remember in Triple M, they tried to do it with the breakfast show uh, with Melbourne and they brought Stubbsy in, with mm, Richard yeah. Stubbs at the time. And, you know... It just doesn't not, resonate. It doesn't work. No. So no. why is Brisbane different, Brainy? And you've worked at a really high level in Sydney for some time. You're yeah. a Brisbane boy. So what's your observation of why it's different here? I think Queenslanders, I hate to use a state of origin analogy, has a, have a, it's a real us against them mentality. You know, and I carried it with me in Sydney too. You know, I sort of wore it as a badge of honour all those years I was in Sydney to be a Queenslander. Mm. You know, and I remember covering New South Wales state of origin camps and New South Wales players would find out I was a Queenslander and they'd go, are you a Queenslander? <laughs> you know, and I yeah, just think yeah. it, it, was a, it was just a bit of a... You know, we didn't want to be the, the smaller cousins up north and Queenslanders had a lot of fight in us and we, we liked the fact that we were different. Queensland, very regional state, you know, just different. And <coughs> Queensland just had a different thought process about things and I, I think the political discourse that went on in Queensland through the Joe era, you know, really mm. defined and changed the state and then obviously Labor's had an unbelievable run for three and a half decades now. And it just wasn't as combative. Queensland just wasn't as combative. You know, I worked in Sydney for 17 years. That whole town is in a constant brawl. Like, I mean, yeah, two yeah, GBs yeah. fighting with the yeah. telly and the telly's fighting with the Herald mm. and the Herald's up Channel 9. Well, they're all in the same camp now. And this journo's up against that journo and this yeah. is a blue and that's a blue. Have a look at what's happening right this moment in Australia. There's... News Corp, the Australian, are at war with the ABC. And it's this war, this ideological thing that's going on. It's not happening here. Loretta and I aren't at war. I work for Nine Entertainment Company. She works for the ABC. You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? But they relish the battle, relish the fight and the anger. And Sydney, you know, when I first got there, it took me a while to get used to this Jones, Hadley, Chris Smith, Kind of yeah, drive, yeah, yeah. and and so Sydney, I would always describe as an angry town. Yeah, tough town to live. Expensive roads, the whole thing. Beautiful place. Mm, fast, isn't it? Everyone's fast, rushing around. Yeah, competitive. Yeah. And so, the telly in the morning was angry. 
bang, <laughs> knock them out with a splash. Yeah. Um, big stories, all that sort of stuff. Crutch, you, you were in News Corp. Mm. You saw it yourself. Mm. Bang. Not saying that we don't go hard here, but mm. then Jones would be angry. This person's no good. That person mm. has to go. Mm. This person must lose their job. Then Ray had come in. Ray, you know, he'd be young. And then by the time you got to, you know, watch maths at night, you're exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then you'd wake up in the morning and the whole city would put the mouth gun in and do it again. <laughs> Brisbane wasn't like that. So this is my point. So when FM came in, how good's this? You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, that's yeah. the point mm, I made. Mm, that we're just yeah. different. But also yeah. it was the sound with FM, obviously. The, the sound, sound was. Out of this world yeah. compared yeah. to your little but a, it, a, it, AM, but, you know. but that doesn't explain why it didn't happen in Sydney and Melbourne. No, why yeah, AM this was is still yeah. king, yeah. and it's mm. still king now. It does confuse me when you hear like the Sydney market. And they say, you know, Carl Sanderlands is king. I'm like, well, no, he's no, not. he's not. Like, Has he, never he's, been. He's never ever been he's king. He's never so. ever once ever yeah. won a survey in breakfast. Wouldn't that mm. frustrate mm. the hell out of you if you're yeah. winning breakfast? Not one. He's never won one survey. What have you won? Thirty, yeah, but it's it's, yeah, it's strange though, I mean. isn't it? Like it's yeah. a dif- different again. Yeah. Mm. But remember when AM tried to go stereo, AM stereo to fight that FM, yeah, yeah, and oh, oh, there was a big promotion, and it was going to be the next best best thing. It never happened because you had to actually have mm. the car with the AM stereo in it as well. Yeah, just, just yeah, yeah. and then I don't know what it just. <laughs> The car. Yeah. You Remember when you used to buy car stereos? <laughs> 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 that was bizarre, wasn't it? I don't know how to fit. <laughs> so what about show prep for you guys? So you've got a show tomorrow. So right now... Well, Lutzy does none. He <laughs> <laughs> He'll use some ideas. It's the Macca's drive-thru on the way. Don't tell and he says to the person who's serving, anything happening... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do mine quickly, then get on the real the real storytellers here. But like, it's um like I didn't know prep, but there's two reasons why I don't. Um, it, it, technically, when you look at our whiteboard, I have a whiteboard. I presume you guys have a more elaborate whiteboard. Ours is like every half. We hour, don't have an elaborate. Every whiteboard. half hour split up, right? Yeah. And yeah. to be honest, our show it's like we fill maybe five gaps in three hours. It's it's show promos, it's music, it's it's everything. Like we're fighting. Well, the other three fight to have their name. Like we'll, Ash might put up. 720 Ash you'll put up on the board and that means that Ash is going to lead that break and that's pers- that's personal gear so it's something funny that happened to something his happened to Ash on the yeah, way right? to the so walls. some genius boss three years ago said to me and I'm sitting in the meeting and I should have taken offence to it but I didn't it's the greatest thing someone's ever said it says Lutzi's not really a storyteller okay they, he gave me this name the sniper so my job became that at the end of Ash's boring story about his kids shoot holes in it I go bang 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 and so they can go here's Justin Bieber so I'm the I'm the I'm the sniper at the end that makes it funny. I'm, oh. the, I'm, the, I'm the out guy. Oh god! So that gave me the license to do absolutely no preparation. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I that's where I sit. And to this, I've made it a thing. Sniper, I think, is now a role in FM radio because that's that's apparently what I am. Not that I even do that very well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, prep for you. I, you hear horror stories. I've heard FM horror story. Ian Skipper used to reckon he got up at two thirty in the morning. For the life of me, I don't know what Skipper's doing. Because because he'd make his breakfast first before <laughs> when he we'd get to work. Yeah, you were working with him. Then, I was working right? with him. Yeah, and he would come in and he'd you'd hear him coming. And so we were we'd be in there ferreting away, looking at the papers, and Skipper walk in and he's singing, and we're going, oh no. <laughs> just what you want we to hear. We love Skip, love Skip. Yeah. But he was in such a good mood every morning, which was great. But he would get in and he'd, he'd have his own little fry pan and he'd be he'd be frying up his tomatoes oh and spinach as well. He'd have that. Yeah. And then he'd sit down and he'd read it and then he might go to the toilet for a while. And... <laughs> 
probably told you too Jesus. much. <laughs> Sorry, Skip. It's all uh, but he, but he's, but on the air, you know, he was great. He, he knew so many people, and this is the thing about local as well. You have to get out and about to 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 learn the stories and to meet people and to hear their story, and then they get a. A, a, you know, a kick out of hearing themselves mm. on the radio mm. or you talk about them. Yeah. And, and it's about knowing your city and that part of that is getting out and about. And he did that very well. Hang on, that's mm. my prep then. I, there go, I go. go to the Brecky Creek 350 times a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you drive through the same Maccas that I do of a morning. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. But how much of your show for tomorrow, Loretta, would you know now? So it's near 11 in the morning. Yep. How much of your show would you sort of have an idea about and how much moves as the day goes on? Yeah, so we get off the air at 8 and we'll have a bit of a break, <laughs> go for a walk, as you do. And um, we then we come back and we start talking about the next day. What what can we do for the next day? Sometimes we'll go out and do packages about things that are timeless that or, you know, some local stories and we can use them so we've got them in spots. Obviously, we, we leave the main times of the day, as you probably would too, like sevens and oh, yeah. 30s. You leave those for something that's happening that you can chase yeah. in the morning, the, the news of the day. Um, and we don't have many regulars. We have sport maybe Monday or Friday um, and we have a movie guy on a Tuesday. But apart from that, yeah, we – so we're working when we get off air. We go home. Um, you, we might have a bit of a break, but we, we all talk together again in the afternoon about three. We're always watching what's going on and then talking about what we want to follow. So we'll all make phone calls. There's two producers and there's Craig and mm. I. So we'll all – and then we write our own intros, so you can log in at home. So, th- yeah, there's a lot of prep. Yeah. But it sort of doesn't finish. That's what I tell people, you know, the show doesn't finish when you leave the, leave the no. station. Yeah. It continues all day yeah. and into the night. You know, so you, I've sat up watching, obviously, the... Four o- Corners. Four Corners, yeah. Or even, <laughs> even things like, you know, The Origin. And yeah. Get your oh, yeah, out. Origin. You have to be tactical about Origin and night. Get, I get, went to a friend's yeah. house to watch the first half. And then drive home at half time just so I'd still be awake. That's what I did. Yeah, so right. Mine's similar t- to Loretta. Mm. I, I spoke earlier, I won't go on for too long, but I spoke earlier about you've got to be interested. Mm. So I naturally absorb news anyway. Mm. And so, so it's always coming yeah. into my brain somehow. And um, I think that this, so, so I figure I'm always working, yet it's, it's also important to not work. Yeah. So twice a week I go and play golf during the middle of the day. And, and I just to stay on my feet. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go to sleep every yeah. day. They said, mm. you know, and then, you know, I'll just listen to news bulletins. I'll be listening to that, watching that. And then I just have a, a file and have, uh, you know, five files Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I just use last week's it's like a template and I just start adding things in. So I prepare the entirety of the, the opener to the show. So that's for, say, 5.37 to... You know, it's about 15 minutes. And then the whole of seven, out of seven, all the things that I want to do, I do it all myself. And then, you know, the producers and I just work together. And, yeah, we have set pieces. I got salty. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. You know, we have we go to the US and we go to the UK. Yeah. And we, we do the, yeah. So, well, I don't it's do any work on those. those but I know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so you just don't want to be blindsided. Yeah. No, right. You know, you, you can't go yeah. on air and someone says... Yeah. And you know what, because it's like a very, I'll try like once a week or once a fortnight, I'll just, just to get out of Brizzy, I'll go and stay down the coast for a night. Like on a Tuesday Mm. night, I'll just go stay Mm. in Coolangatta or whatever. And then those mornings when I drive back and you're listening for the first half hour. So so you'll go down and stay at Coolangatta for a night just for something to do. So I'll get up an hour earlier and drive back. To, yeah. to do the show but I'll listen so I get an hour and 20 minutes of listening initially just to the BBC World Service and then you mm. cliff, uh, flick over to Radio National and you get to work and you, 
you're across everything. Like, and then it's, it's actually did. empowering when that happens because someone mentioned something about COVID and you're like, no, you idiots, that's changed overnight. <laughs> yeah. and all didn't like, you know what happened yeah, in Spain? So, yeah. Like, They're be, back in lockdown. I should still be doing that every morning, but that's just laziness that I don't. But it, it is a nice feeling when you've got an hour and a half prep under your belt. Yeah. yeah. And it's also and important to know what's on your station later in the day too, like your drive shows. Yeah, so you try to tune yeah, you in and see what you're doing. Yeah. And the other thing is too, you, you can't, just because your show ends at eight or nine or whatever it is, you can't work all day. Because the only thing I always say to myself, the only thing that matters is my frame of mind between yeah. five thirty and nine in the morning. Yeah, that's the that's the key thing, <laughs> yeah. right? And you also have to be flexible, right? Yeah. You can't say, "Oh, hang on, I've organised Loretta Ryan to come on and have an interview at seven ten. Yeah. I don't want to talk about how the prime minister just resigned." <laughs> Well, you've got to be able to throw the entire thing out. Here's one we prepared earlier. It's got to be in the trash can. But I want something to happen every day. I'm always there going, hey, Greg Hunt's on Sky. What's he talking about? And the producers will go, COVID. (laughs) He must be saying something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Come on, give me something. (laughs) So about a dozen years ago, I reckon we really started to see the media landscape fracture and it changed. And one of the first things we thought was radio might be in trouble and might do it tougher than the others. But a decade or so on, that's not the case. So why has radio been so resilient? What, what, what are the reasons that Because it's intimate. You, yeah, what, what do you think? I think it's because it's intimate. And I think people who allow it in their car, their house, their kitchen, wherever it is they are, their ears now, through AirPods or whatever it is, the, the key is... Um, what I think you guys are way more experienced than me. They think they know you and they are part of, you know, part of the team. Mm. Listeners are out there. Listeners are in here. Mm. They're in, you know what I mean? And Mm. I think it's the intimacy Mm. that they like. And if you look at over the last, you said, decade or so, you look at what's happened. You look at the different events that have happened. Well, we've had COVID now. Information they need that information where they're where they're immediately to tell them. You look at the floods we had, the 2011 floods. That mm. was like any emergency that happens, they know they can turn on the radio and get the information that they need, or they can ring up. And that time at the ABC, and it would have been the same at other places who were doing emergency broadcasting. Those those people who answered the phones at work, the producers and the people on air. That was a tough time because you had people calling them up, especially mm. in our stations in Toowoomba and, and whatever. So, help what am i going to do uh, it's coming you know and mm. it was a really tough time but the people they know that you're there for those moments and i think that's an important part of radio is the service that we provide immediately when something happens mm. but then but you know but then you know if i'm going to listen to nova I, you know i expect them my expectation mm. is that lutzi and his crew will entertain me yeah because yeah. i'm I'm on the Ipswich motorway and yeah. old mate's lost his load and yep. I've got the Tom Tits and the boss stuck there and I, you know, if I turn on to Loretta and Craig's show, I expect them to inform me mm. and entertain me. But you know what I mean? And yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So that's why people can turn well, That's to what, it. it's a role, whatever that role is between that's it. in that time of the morning and Make that, me that time of the afternoon. It mm. doesn't yeah. matter what's happening, whatever your personal situation is, whether your boss is up here at work, whatever you are, you just need to find that space. And I think technology-wise, they just haven't worked out a way where you can encapsulate all that in any other way. People, if I'm at a pub, people go, you know, just to be dicks, they'll go, you know, I don't listen to radio, I listen to Spotify. But, yeah. like, the reason that 
Spotify is not big, you know, during breakfast and drive times of radio right. because you can't harness all those personal elements and you don't feel like you're part of a, a mm. team. I think you mm. want to feel like you're part of a group when you mm. listen to a radio show. You can't get the your traffic and your weather and the, the, what's happening around you and that, that intimacy that you're talking about in any other way. The same way that, the same way I believe that newspapers, you, you can't open any device yet and feel comfortable that you're getting all the news without missing any, mm. the same way that you can look at the front page, the back page, the entertainment and the whatever sections of a newspaper you like. They haven't harnessed that in a way yet where you know that you're feeling, you feel completely comfortable in that process. And that's, I think that's people the, the same with radio think as well. With your large team, people think they're part of a team. I, I One day I used this throwaway line, it was from a thing that Ben Fordham and I were talking about, about you know, starting at 5.30. And one day I used this five, this line about the 5.30 club, right? Mm. And then um, and then Fordo and I spoke and we both said, yeah, the 5.30 club, you can't talk about it after 6.30, <laughs> right? Yeah, they, and yeah, yeah. And so, and so I get emails from people. I go, come on, members of the – like a 10 to 6, 5.30 club, there's a big fog. Tell your fellow motorists where there's problems. And, right, and people email me and they put in brackets at the end, I'm in. Yeah, and that's that's a sense of ownership. You better get them a coffee mug, mate. I know Ben's got it. Yeah, Yeah. Ben's got the coffee mug. When I went down to Sydney and I did a show out of Sydney too, Ben comes in with the five thirty club coffee mug. I'm like, mate, you're kidding. But we we have a constant. No one say it's a battle. I think you've got a bigger budget. (laughs) Coffee cups are expensive. Um, But we have a constant sort of sort of conversation with producers and things like that, where they're going, oh, you've got to keep resetting. Why? Like we have a quiz with Susie O'Neill where we just play this song out of it as she comes into the studio every every time because it's a motivating song for her it's whatever it is doesn't matter but we have producers going you've got to keep resetting while you're playing that song and we, and we, we say well no we don't we, we want people just to be able to ask that question and be, be feel like they're part of they know why we play that song they're part of the club and if you're not part of the club you want to be part of the club so mm. you, you find out that why we yeah. play that song yeah. you know what i mean like you don't like we're not every Every ten mm. at ten past eight every morning, going just to clarify, we're now going to play this song because it's <laughs> it's a it's a song that we started playing five years ago for Susie because it motivates her in some weird way. Before you know, that's right. If yeah. you're every morning you're just spoon feeding yeah. him, and you don't, no one feels part of anything. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. It has become a challenge, though. Radio. I mean, talking about why it's lasted for so long, but it has be, it it is becoming challenging with the other technology. So you you mentioned Spotify. People are listening. On podcasts yeah, now yeah. as well, mm. so people listen on the, the yeah app. on the mm. well the app is important. Mm. We we talk about the app all the time mm. because we know people are listening yeah. to that. So we we because the old them to transistors the aren't around anymore like they used well, to. That's be. right, yeah. But so it's up to us to make sure that we can work with that as well. And I know some people. I don't know if you guys are doing it. You do your own podcasts of your show, yeah. So that they can listen to a li- little bit yeah, of yeah. your show later on, which is important. We put interviews up on the website, so you you sort of have to work with that technology that's coming yeah. in as well. Even in radio, we, we had a our, the CEO of our company a few years ago. She's moved on now. She came up with like four years ago and said, no, "We're not even really a radio. We're, we're a digital company now. We can't. You can't rely on having just one level of engagement with the audience. There's got to be a second and a third engagement. Like even with us now, it's a pain in the backside. We've got like six cameras in our in our studio now, yeah. so, and they, they can film. So you you dress like a hobo pretty much coming in." And all of a sudden, you're checking your Instagram later that day, and there you are sitting there with 
it's pretty much in a t- you've got to yeah. treat it like it's a television yeah. studio. Yeah, with your finger yeah. in your nose. Yeah, you know, like you look like. Do you have cameras in your yeah, studio? Yeah, yeah. See, we don't have cameras. And in our unfortunately, studio. for me, they're getting new ones. Yeah, you'll yeah. be Larry. Honestly, you'll have them soon. I like that. I like the one where I'm sitting over in the corner, looking oh. like some weirdo. Yeah, yeah. That I, screen. I think you we might have I mean? them, but they're not on. <laughs> well, the reality, yeah, but mm. they will be soon. The reality is that that that's what it's is expected now. Like yeah. people need to see that that entertainment level on different levels. Yeah, you there's know, a like Facebook Live thing too that yeah. they were doing for a while. Like you get yeah. it. It shocked me when I, you know, after I'd been on air for about a month doing the show, I kind of, I don't know, I never really thought about the video. I was just, you know, I was just trying to do three and a half hours of radio a day solo yeah. going. Like, are we even still on air here? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. then a friend of mine from school, just an old friend I hadn't heard from from ages, just sent me a text with a photo yeah. of me <laughs> from the website <laughs> That's and, said, scary. and said, listening and watching. Oh. And it was the first time I went, yeah. That's scary. What? Holy shit. It's quite voyeuristic, <laughs> actually. And, and then I, I sent a text What sort of sick guy watches Breen? It was a female <laughs> friend of mine. I sent, a, I sent a text back to her saying, can you not? <laughs> Oh my god! That's, uh, that's quite good. And I was worried, Lushy, and Loretta, because it was the first time I thought, I think I'm freaking going bald. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always in the roof. It's the worst possible way. It's I thought like, you were yeah. going to say, I think I'm a bit of all right. <laughs> uh, just on longevity, uh, Lutzi, you've been together as a group for some time. How do you keep going at a high level? Ratings say you are at a high level, but how do you keep it rolling? Oh, like honestly, like um, yeah, we started 16 years ago. We were at breaks in the middle, but um, for me it's the, the people I work with is the only reason I still feel – I feel fresh than I ever have doing the radio show. I feel like it's easier than I ever have, but it's purely because of the other people in the room. I've had people that I've done a radio show with that – bring ego into the room and as soon as ego for me enters the the it, it just changes the entire dynamic doesn't it yeah. it can be a producer it can be anyone yeah all you need is one person that starts pissing other people off and it changes the dynamic of totally. the, the fun of doing totally. it and you've got to have fun doing it. if you don't it's yeah. impossible and mm. the best thing like we at Susie O'Neill came into our show I don't even know she over amount of time she started one day a week and it's 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 effortless working with her. Mm. It's the same with the other guys. It's it's there's no stress involved in it. And mm. f- and for me, that's the key to longevity. But not you guys. And one of the great things, Lutzi, about modern media is that age has stopped becoming a barrier. You can yeah. be on FM radio as yeah. you get older. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I hope <laughs> it has. But I hope it has. I'm not sure. You think? I, I'm not sure. Well, you know, there's a lot more older people, particularly well, older females, reading the news on TV yeah. and stuff. Yeah. What, what? Look, I, I believe it. I, mm. I believe it. You know, radio, when we were young, was on-air talent was a lot younger. Yeah. yeah. And, you know yeah. what I mean? People fondly remember Wayne Poo Roberts and that. Well, Wayne Poo was a young guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He yeah. was a young guy in the 70s and 80s yeah. when he was but, punching out but number one radio show. I, I imagine with Pooh, Wayne Pooh, he's like, the same what happened. That's was in my 20s when I started at Nova, now I'm in my yeah. 40s. Like our, in a lot of ways, our audience has grown with it. So our demographics a lot of ways, changed yeah, yeah, over the last 15 years with, with us. Yeah. So we now appeal. Well, when I started, we were appealing to 18 to 24-year-olds. Now we're probably appealing to... 30 to 45 year olds, really. Do you find sometimes there's a a shift towards they're telling you we have to target this age group now because oh, yeah, 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 and they will 
well, you know, in commercial radio, yeah. when you get the breakdowns, mm, that's right. You get the breakdowns. It breaks. You know, you can yeah. see where you've. You know, they can show you who isn't listening. Mm. Every survey mm. might mm. be ten to seventeen that's year olds. Right. Mm. Yeah. Like, well, okay, we can't. We're not we're joking. That's, that's a great, a great yeah. point, Lutzy mm. said about. You know, they've been together a while and they've mm. brought that audience. That's with right. Them. Yeah. So yeah. that's your collateral and in what the marketplace. A, yeah. What about your personalised then? So how much of your personal lives do you talk about on air and how comfortable are you with that? Because like, you bring people with you, obviously they feel they know you, you yeah. mentioned intimacy. Yeah. What's that sort of cross there about where those personal lives come in? Yeah, like I share a lot, I don't have much to share. <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> You oh, have plenty to share. <laughs> we're, we're all ears. We have all day. No, but I do know. I do know someone in the past who I used to work with who was married, but she would never talk about uh, her husband or anything like that. And I believe you do have to bring a certain part. You do have to bring your life to the radio because it's your personality. You to relate to people, you have to share your stories. Yes. You know, so um, it, it just gives you more depth, I suppose, and more life you know, experience and so yeah, I'll share I'll share stuff. You know, I don't know. I yeah. I won't share too much. <laughs> no, I've got I've got nothing to hide, I don't oh, think. Hello, <laughs> I, I, I share a fair bit. I like I'm um a family stuff with Brendan Yeah, yeah, but you know, I don't go on and on about no. it. Like, but but I think it's it's important that the audience knows you're one of them. And I feel as though I'm one of them, you know? Born and bred in Brisbane. Mm. I, like, yeah, if something yeah. happens, I'll go, oh, that's near where I grew up at Green Slopes. Yeah. yeah. Near the bowling alley that's now the IGA. That's what you know, I love about working in radio. People in want to know yeah. that you know that yeah. you're, you know. Mm. And so I'll talk place. about, oh, my grandma, she lived on. Yeah, that's like, a part yeah. yeah. Little bits and pieces like that. Or mm. I'll talk about, oh, I'm teaching my daughter to drive. Like, there'll be a story mm. about driving. I'll go, oh, my God, I'm teaching my daughter to drive. Yeah, people will go, oh, yeah. so I'm Mm. But I don't yeah, go all yeah. day, every yeah. day, you know what I mean? But I, yeah. but I think it's important, you know. Mm. They want to know that, mm. oh, yeah, he has the same struggle, yep. you know. Yeah. yeah, I think it's about like that like localism is one way of sharing. Like for me, it's never really been a pain in the ass for me lately. Previously it was because I started dating a high-profile So you <laughs> shared a lot about that or I did, did they that's make the, you... That's the first one I really shared about relationships because yeah. yeah. I don't really like And it's kind of a... It was a it was a f- sort of free kick to people yeah. like, for me if I shared too much because then you break yeah. up and then it's like people in India on online and stuff like that. Mm. But I did share a lot with my last relationship. But I was, I'm f- I'm fine with that. I still mm. do. I was sort of. Uh, but people, even the other day, I was talking about my my ex girlfriend made the Olympic team again, and I was talking about congratulating her and people. Mates are going, why are you talking about your ex on the air? And I'm like, well, oh. I, don't know, I don't hate her. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, she's, she's made a f- she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. like, why not? I'm just moving on with, with it, but. But that um, the, the the local thing, I honestly think no one, and like we all going to start doing this. I think it's going to be. I, I genuinely believe the next ten years in Brisbane are going to be phenomenal mm. uh, with what's happening here with the Olympics. Once we're done with COVID, yeah. Once once, once people we can push see a that. vision for the Olympics and and, and understand it, at the moment it's just not front of mind. Yeah, I, yeah, but yeah, you yeah good point. Right yeah, Cross River Rail. Yeah. yeah. You know, this Brisbane Live thing gets built at Roma Street Parkland. Yeah, yeah. You know, the um, casino. Queen's the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The city will change. You're like, right, actually. Dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I've, I'm jumping. On air, I'm just starting to sort of try and push people into knowing that you're, you you live in one of the greatest, like, yeah. because of COVID, in a lot of ways it's drawn attention to Brisbane, yeah. but we're about to become, if we're not already, one of the greatest places in the world to live. And even with the Olympic thing, I've been pushing 
I pushed Chris Jones that did an editorial from the Courier Mail the other day, sort of, you know, saying, talking about the opposition and the, 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 the political point scoring on a daily basis and just stop for a bit. Just let's get this across the line because it's going to be great for everyone. It's over the line, Lutzi. I know, it's over, yeah, I know. It's, it's over the and line. And then we'll be known as the Olympic City for and, many and, years. And, in, a, in a way that yeah. Sydney won't ever have experienced and the way that, in every sense of the word, it's the greatest thing that will ever happen to Brisbane, ever. Like, it's Sydney got the Olympics when Sydney was already Sydney. Like, Sydney was already yeah. a great city of the world. It had already expanded to the point it already had. Like, Sydney doesn't, can't get any bigger. <laughs> Melbourne can't get any bigger. Brisbane's still an emerging city in the world that people don't really know right, about. By the time we get to 2032, Brisbane is going to be from the Sunshine Coast to the Gold Coast and out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yep. phenomenal. Yeah. It's, uh, and I, I, I genuinely think it'll... It's, it's that it's, big, the whole South yep. But I think it's going to kick in earlier than we think. I think we're going to... Start you know, realizing what a retirement date, Lutzi. What when? the Olympics, twenty thirty two? Early August, twenty thirty two. I'll be, I'll be sixty four. Oh my god! Well, when the, I'm sixty four, and then the I'll be driving straight to Brisbane Golf Club, teeing off at the first. The way thank the, you, linesman. <laughs> thank you, ball. The way boys. the Olympics is going with merging into obscure sports, I think breakfast radio could be an Olympic sport in twenty thirty two. And the three of us will be on the podium. I, that's my dream. That, that's, that is my dream for 2032. We'll come back and still do this podcast. We could be. Oh. No, it'll be too big for crutch by then. We, we could form a stereo AM station. We could. This is we all tried that once in Brisbane, didn't we? Oh, oh yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> no. Well, AM stereo. On that note, guys. You're going to say goodbye already. That's a good way to wrap up. We're about an hour. We're 45 minutes. 45 minutes. I'm going to have sleep. I'm very conscious of you've been talking (laughs) all day anyway. (laughs) But thanks so much for – we could have spoken for a lot longer. It's been really You didn't say much. No, I'm happy about that. That is the art of hosting. (laughs) There you go. He's got an ego like we do. (laughs) He did as much prep for this as you did. (laughs) (laughs) He probably did way too much. Now he's realising he wasted four hours of his life. (laughs) He actually would. Yeah, yeah. You saw that text message? I that did. was extensive. I sent an, he sent an elaborate Man, text message. shooting the shit. Yeah, it's going to shoot the shit. It's been great, actually. It's been great to sit here with you guys because yeah. we don't we really don't, see each well, other. We don't see each other. No. And the funny thing is we don't even hear each other. No, we no. don't. That's I used thing. to hear these guys. It's impossible, actually. And then he said, I can do better than that. He probably can. Great. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, guys.